Welcome to the Innovation Squadcast. If you're looking for a podcast about instructional strategies enhanced by technology, you came to the right place. In our conversations, we'll talk to tech experts, share ideas, and strategies to help you build your toolbox with tools that you can use in your class immediately. Welcome to the Innovation Squadcast. Today we are going to be talking about how you can start creating with Google Drawings. We're excited to to hear new features, um, student teacher uses, and some tips for for beginning to create with Google Drawings. I'm Lindy Valachek. I'm Jimmy Kate. Phil Sheridan. And Pete Bush. So Pam, you just finished a session on Google Drawings. Yes. So do you have any tips for us? Or let's start with what is Google? What are <laughs> what is, what is Google Drawings? If any, I know a lot of us are familiar with Google Slides. It's very similar to Google Slides as far as the features. But Google Drawings is a single page and it's basically just a blank canvas where you can create just about anything. Um, you can do it just for visuals. You can do it just for where you want, if you want drag and drop type activities, lots of different things you can use. Um, and the session I did, um, innovation summit is, uh, creating with Google drawings. So there's a video for that too. Awesome. And we'll share some of those resources in the show notes, um, for anyone that didn't maybe get to, to attend the session yeah. and want some of those tips. You know that Google Slides has templates. Are there any templates available for Google Drawing or is it a complete canvas? There aren't. Or um, themes or anything? There's a lot of people that already have them created where you can right. make a copy just like okay. you can with most Google Docs, right. but they don't actually have where like when you go to slides.google.com where they've got the templates, they don't have that in drawings. I know gotcha. it's one of those features that people well, would love to at some point in time, um, but you can use a lot of the ideas from slides in drawing. It's just that single gotcha page instead of the um, the slides where it has multiple pages. Right. So you were saying when you had templates, you would just use Canva, like if you have something like where you want to just kind of plug and play, whereas is you have right. this vision, mm-hmm. you said Google Drawings is the place to go when you've got a vision. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And because I know, uh, you know anyone that hasn't used Canva before, there's a lot of great visuals in there. And this yeah. one's one where if you want to start from scratch, you want to create something, even if it's you want to create a document, right. um, you can actually change the page setup to be eight and a half by 11, and then you can make it exactly how you want. Because I don't know if anyone's ever used Google Docs and tried to add images and things like that. Yeah. It's getting better, but it is not easy to no, put things no. where you want it to be, right. where this there's no formatting, nothing. You can add whatever you want, pictures, um, audio or videos are the only thing that you can't necessarily show, but I can tell you a tip on how to okay. do that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, definitely make sure you tell us about that. You yes. about that earlier. Uh-huh. It's a game changer. It's kind of cool. I do like, you know, you talked about the sizing of the paper and things like that. Mm-hmm. I like to, uh, you know, I do a lot with helping uh, students and teachers to do maker stuff. And Google Drawings is a great tool for supporting, supporting that. You know, a lot of schools have uh, some of our, they have laser cutters. And Google Drawings is a great tool where kids can go on and they can create, um, a drawing, let's say they want to, I had a, a Hanahan Middle School, they had a math uh, unit where they were doing geometric nets and they, um, their task, their challenge was to create um, a package to contain something. Um, you guys know I like making <laughs> boxes and stuff, you know, like, get into that. So uh, the kids, you know, they had a challenge, you know, hey, here's my watch, you need to create a, a package design for it. And um, it supported the, the, the unit of study because, you know, when you 
folded out, it's a net, it's a geometric net. Right. So they designed those nets in drawings and then you can file export out of drawings as a PDF, which is something that can be run on the laser. Um, can also be used for doing cricket, you know, vinyl cutter type designs. So um, a really nice tool that, you know, you can create something on the screen and then with the right tool, like a laser cricket, actually make something that you can touch tangibly Absolutely. and use. So I, I love that tool. It really reinforces measurement too, because um, you know your 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 um, canvas is a specific size, like you mentioned, and and you can resize that to really help the students to say, you know, this is an eight and a half by eleven. Is this big enough for your project? Well, no. Okay, let's measure and let's resize our canvas, um, to, so that in the real world it comes out the way we want it to, and then even the shapes when they draw it. Mm -hmm. um, Draw a rectangle and click on it, and then in the right-hand side, you can look at the option, the format options for it, and see the actual real-life size. So, and again, making connections between what I see on the screen, the size of it here, what it will look, be in the real world. Right. Um, so, really helps to, to support those maker. My students found it way more user-friendly too than trying to use like SketchUp or something like mm -hmm. that. When we were doing some laser stuff, yeah. not you know people that can use that brain do they have to use the you know, yep. CAD programs sure. it's great but if they maybe don't think that way that Google yeah. drawings is that very kind of simple user-friendly it's a great entry level to, absolutely to, to design 3d thinking and stuff yeah. like that so one of my favorite features in um, Google drawings is all the insert options because and I'm looking at my screen just so that way I can remember all of them there because there are a lot right um, you know you can insert the images and if you already have it you can upload it from your computer but you can search the web also so you can search that way or if you have them in your drive there's lots of different ways you can add it um, and then the text boxes I do like text boxes, but I find myself using shapes a lot more yes. because when you use a shape, it is a text box. So I don't know if you've ever like, you know, wanted to give your students something where they had a place to type and you put a text box in there. But then once you click out of it, they can't find like it. they can't yeah. find it unless find they click it, yeah. around right. where if it's a shape and it's a rectangle or whatever, um, they know to click in that and just type. And you can change the format. You can change the font. You can change the size, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, arrows, there's callouts, equations, tables. I mean, there's tons of things that you can add into drawing. And I like using it. Um, I'm gonna switch over to like Jamboard. I use this yes. to create a background mm -hmm. that I can then download and add into Jamboard yeah. if I wanted them to, you know, if I wanted something to be set in, in the back. And right. And it's an infinite canvas too. So as students are collaborating on things, like let's say you're trying to mind map or do a project a timeline or something like that, you know, as you need more room to expand out your thoughts or whatever, you can continue to just expand out that, that canvas to support the, you know, the whatever it is that you're doing. Right. And um, so I really like that too. Yeah. And when you're talking about that canvas, because there's, when you open it, it's like the black or the gray and white checkered background. And you look at it and you're like, okay, now what? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is this? I don't know. Yeah, this transparent background. <laughs> what, you're like, do okay. what do I do with it? And then there's space off to the side. And so then you can, if you create shapes or visuals, you can actually slide them off to the side. Um, and that's where I learned about um, Tony Vincent has a great resource where he does a video um, that he puts off to the side so that way it can be instruction for the kids. And oh. then they create on the canvas and the cool thing is is you can't you can't insert a video but if you open up a slide google slides um insert your video there because that is an option 
you click on it once so it has like the blue box around it and right. we'll share this in the in the show notes so don't worry about it if you're trying to follow along um but you click on it once and control c copy and then you go over your drawing and do control v paste it will paste the video uh, and you can slide it off to the side they can watch the video and then create whatever it was on the canvas. And if you print it, it will only print what's on the canvas. It won't do anything that's on the outside of it. So it's just a neat um, a neat feature that, you know, without having an inserted video like in slides, right. they have they still have room to create. So and that's kind of the goal. And this is very like just bare, bare basic, but I use it for editing pictures a yes. lot of times, mm -hmm. you know, with the shapes and if I want, you know, this picture to be an oval or, you know, I want to edit out and mm -hmm. make it you know, how well, to transfer that. Crop, where yeah. you crop is a, normally we crop is a mm -hmm. rectangular shape, but yeah. Right. Know, that's kind of tricky it. to do. So that's one of those things, like the first time I saw that, you have to have the image in there and how you crop it. That might be something we have to spell yeah. out the directions yeah, let's, in we'll, the we'll show notes. Yeah, we'll definitely add that a little video to the show notes. Yeah, that because that's, um, that can be a little tricky. You click on it and you're like, wait, that didn't create the shape I wanted it to. Because right. there's some specific direction, so we can do that. Yeah, and I took Tony Vincent's um, classy graphics yes. class, and so I was just pulling up some of the examples and, and um, showing Jimmy over here some of the examples of how they put um, text box and stuff off to the side. Mm -hmm. But here's like on this this one example, there's uh, and I'll share it in the show notes too. This is body systems, and so they have you know questions off to the side and stuff like that. So right. it's kind of neat some graphic organizers that they use. So that, I mean, you can really use it for all kinds of things. I think one of my favorite, Matt Miller shared the um, caption this. Yes. So we'll have to make sure we link that. But I had um, Paige Deegan at Macedonia. She do, She's done it a couple of times with her students where you just give them a picture and they have to come up with the caption or maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe like the conversation that's happening if there's more more than one person in there or the, the ideas or the thoughts that these people are having. So you really have to understand what's happening in that picture to be able to come up with those. That's things. how I introduce it a lot to kids, especially um, elementary school, because they once you show them how to insert a picture, then and then when you're talking about text features, that's one of the first things that they do is, oh, the call outs and you can yeah. type right in there. Um, and so it's a really easy intro to to Google Drawings. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, drawings is used in docs, you know, if you want to yes. insert, you know, it's so using that, it, you know, it's integration with the other <laughs> tools in the Google suite is nice. Um, so um, I, I definitely like that as well. Yeah, and we, we've got some resources down in the show notes also mm -hmm. that kind of give you some more ideas, but some of the ones that I like are like the book snaps with the Google Drawings. So yes. you're pulling in your Bitmoji, you've got the students that have kind of maybe snipped a piece or typed out a piece of a book that they've read um, and then kind of adding to it. So that's kind of, that's a neat idea as to how mm -hmm. to utilize it in an actual, in a classroom. That's one of my favorites, especially like, you know, first of all, you tell some adults be like you just use snapchat they're like um no we're not <laughs> what using is snapchat. that <laughs> so google drawings is one way you can do that and still add those text features and maybe even if it's like if you're reading a book and you take a picture of that book and then right. like you know off to the side your notes as far as your thoughts um and then you've got that drawing you can save it as uh you can save it as multiple things you can yeah. save it as a jpeg you can save it as a png depending on where you want to insert it um and then so there's a lot you can do with it from there and this is, um, I don't know that you could use this in the classroom per se, but probably one of my favorite uses of it's Google Slides and Google Drawings is sticky notes. 
creating your own sticky notes for the background. Yes, yeah. with you guys right. might have to realize that. <laughs> yeah. and I might we talk get, about this geek out a <laughs> all <bit>. day. <laughs> but creating um, like sticky notes that you're going to print, mm -hmm. and then you know, I I put my Bitmoji on it with like a little speech bubble, and then I can write in whatever I want. If I you know I'm visiting a classroom, leave it on a desk mm -hmm. or something like that. Or something maybe I want all my students to have. You can, you know. I'm I'm interested because like I've used it. We've done a meme contest in our class. That was pretty at the end of the year. It's like our final thing. Like we do, you know. And then the kid, the student that wins gets theirs up on the wall. So we've always done that. And that's really the only way we've used it. We used it with laser cutting. What other, what other ways are you seeing students using and creating with Google Drawings that you're that you can share with us and share with me that I could maybe take to my kids when I get back from my school? So. I know. Um, just having those conversations about like when you talk about um, the Shark Tank type things where they're creating a business or whatever, um, creating those logos or creating anything that has to do with um, like publishing what they would publish. Right. Um, drawings is a great one. To do that with um, as far as all the different features. Um, I've had conversations in, I think it was an eighth grade class where we looked at different advertisements and what we liked about them and what we didn't like about them and how we can kind of recreate that for their own PSA um, assignments and things like that that they were working on. Um, so there, I mean, there's tons of things and like the I would do the potty PD where I would create I the say, you kind of like a newsletter. For a newsletter. Yeah, I would do a newsletter, but I would put it in the restroom so that way um, teachers could kind of have a little bit of something to read, you know. Um, but then <laughs> yeah, we, we had talked about Stratford, so. yeah, so, <laughs> the students create that. That's so. the part that we were talking about transferring <laughs> that over to well, the kids can create this. Yes. What did you learn? Or what is something that you're passionate about that you want other people to know how to do? Create it, stick it. It doesn't have to be in the bathrooms. <laughs> you know, put it wherever. Just like when you go to a restaurant, they have those things, right. um, and you, you catch, that catches your attention. And whether it's for advertising or, I mean, there's tons you can do with it. It just gives you another platform to to create um, create content and and visuals. Can you insert like QR that. codes into Google Drawings? Yes. Like, if, yeah. as I was thinking, like I'm thinking about doing like a gallery walk with Flipgrid. Mm -hmm. Flipgrid, you can create the QR codes and they could create like a Google drawing poster with their QR code and that could be where the yeah. gallery walk takes place. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. That's and a great idea. Yeah. I guess you could even, um, since um, Chrome has the QR yeah. creator right in it, it right. has a little dinosaur in the yeah. middle of that bugs you, you might have to find <laughs> another one. But um, so even when you have that drawing created, you can make sure it's shared where anyone can exactly. view, add that QR to it, and it would go right to that. So yeah, you can definitely do that. Drawings is definitely like an underutilized. It is. Yeah, yes. And I think it's because, you know, when you go into file, when you go to new, uh -huh. what drops in, it's the three most popular yeah. ones, you know, uh, the docs, sheets, and slides. So, and then you gotta go more. I don't think drawing, drawing is in my wall. You have to go into scroll. drive. Yeah. It's kind of hidden, so I feel like it's- Why is it not in the wall? Uh, it's just a yeah. I don't know. It's underutilized. Exactly. It's underutilized because it's under advertised. All right, I gotta add that to feedback. So, you know, feedback, feedback Google. Hey, um, you know, bump your bump your product yeah, up a little bit. More, you know. But I think it's more. also because it's a blank canvas, and you're you're like, uh, what do I do with this? But creating templates, like we've talked about, all these yeah. different templates. Yeah. If you're just trying to create something where you're giving your students the autonomy to. I think what's important though too is that that you know as we work with our students and and build them up as, you know, being tech literate over time. Part of that tech literacy is that they understand the, the different uses for the different tools, you know, like this is a good creativity tool. This is a great communication tool. This is a great collaboration tool. This is a tool I'll use to produce, you know, product X, Y, or Z. Right. So, um, 
you know, so giving them that opportunity to, to use those tools, you know, kind of equally is important so they can start to think creatively about how to use them. Yep. We'll keep on going, keep on going. <laughs> but. Yeah. So I guess our mail um, room question of the day is how are you utilizing Google drawings in your classroom? We'd love to see some examples. Here, I think absolutely. <laughs> I'm a person like I want to see it yeah. and then I'm like, ooh, then I can kind of jump off of that idea um, to come up with an idea for myself. So you have any examples of Google Drawings or maybe a tip that you use that we didn't mention, we'd love to share that on our next episode. So, Absolutely. Thank you for joining the Innovation Squadcast. I'm Lindy Valachek. Pam Hebler. Phil Sherr. Jimmy Kate. Have a great day. Bye.